welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is Lisa Tomey, your host for the day. Today we have special guest Annette Winger Tarpley. She hails from Virginia and will be sharing with us about her new poetry book coming out, as well as some beautiful poetry she's going to read for us today and some other news as well. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. hails from the United States, originally from Iowa, and now resides in Virginia. She works as a nurse practitioner by day and poet by night, which she recently rekindled and has been writing with fervor. New to the online Facebook poetry community, in a short span, she has received numerous accolades and awards, including Featured Poet, Poem of the Day, Poem of the Month, and several poems have been published on online poetry sites. She has published her book of poetry, Poetry Potpourri, which is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, comprised of a variety of over 110 poems. A playlist of her poems can be found on YouTube by The Sparrow. Annette is the founder and administrator of The Passion of Poetry and moderator for Motivational Strips and Oxygen Pen Facebook sites. Welcome, Annette, to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. Thank you so much for coming today. And I really, really appreciate it. I know that you're a very busy person, and to take some time out of your day for us, I really appreciate it. Now, we were... um, talking earlier about you had um, shared with me about you had been published at the Daily Asia Bangladesh newspaper. I saw actually saw it posted on Facebook. I want to congratulate you for that. Thank you. Yes, that came about a a friend of mine who is a poet and lives in Bangladesh had contacted me a couple weeks ago and wanted me to send uh, my bio and a photo and three poems and he was going to get them published in the newspaper which he did so um, I really appreciated him doing that for me very much so yeah it was quite a surprise and and they published it very quickly so it uh, there's quite a spread I always wonder what it really says in the translation because I have I have done that before I've had a friend from somewhere else that he would take my poetry and translate it and then I would retranslate it and it would come out a little different so it's interesting I would really like to know how it really came out well my beloved's mother is Dutch well he's Dutch too and um, sometimes I will write something to her and put it through Google Translate and send it to her in Dutch so that she can read it more clearly because it's that's really her first language and she always gets so tickled when she gets that translation so I hope it translates well <laughs> I bet yeah hopefully it will I don't think I put anything too complex in there as far as language is concerned 
Yeah, um, I t tend to write fairly simplistically when I write. So um, I don't, I like it to flow a little easier. I think sometimes when you put too much complexity in it, it's a little bit um, more difficult at times to, to, to read and understand uh, for people. So um, I tend to write very simplistically, but I can actually think complexly. You know, I could think uh, in complex thoughts and, but I tend to, I, I think that I've had a lot of feedback and I've had people say that that's why they like it so well is because it, of the simplicity of it, I guess. Right. Well, as a nurse practitioner, I imagine you do have a lot of complex thoughts that you have to, to work with in, in caring for patients. So, yeah. Right. Exactly. And actually, um, one of the uh, projects that you most recently have been involved in was the Feminist Voices. Um, and I understand that you have written forward for their volume two. And this yeah. has to do with domestic violence? Correct, yeah. So that is a project I wrote uh, two poems for, and uh, those actually don't rhyme. Um, I, I have written also before on uh, sexual assault and so forth um, in, in, in domestic violence in a child's view as well. But I've done some work before on this, this topic because I was a forensic nurse for 15 years. And so I took care of hundreds and hundreds of victims of crimes and violence and hundreds of domestic violence victims, sexual assault victims. So when I told the person who was in head of the project about that, she said, why don't you write the foreword with your experience? And so then I wrote the foreword for the book, which I think should be out very shortly, actually. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Feminist uh, Voices, Volume 2. Um, yeah, very much near and dear to my heart. I like to write that. Sometimes it's difficult because it takes yeah. you into a place. And, and sometimes people think, of course, when I've written those things, I went through all those things and not necessarily the case. So I think we did, had discussed that a little bit off the air earlier where you know, much, much of the time things I write are fictionalized. So right. um, yeah, but I tend to write a lot in first person. So people think it's, it's really me. So. Yeah, same here. I've, I've written some things as well in, in a fictional way that speaking for somebody else you know the voice yeah. that they didn't uh, utter while they were living in the world um mm -hmm. you know i was able to share for them and right. i knew that they wanted me to speak for them based on conversations that we'd had so i felt like by putting it out there i was they were there with me and you know spiritually and um, i was able to get those words out um, yeah. So maybe it's very, it's very touch powerful, another soul. Isn't it? It's very powerful. It's it almost is. like you feel like you're being channeled or something because you're feeling exactly. it. It's like, yeah, you are. You're their voice. And it's yeah. very interesting. Yes, yeah. I agree. So, yeah. I mean, I've really enjoyed uh, listening to your poems through Kindle and, you know, reading them and um, with your Facebook page, with the Passion Poetry page, which has a large following. I really enjoyed your poems and the poems that get posted on that page. I just joined it and everybody's so nice and so welcoming, you know. Yes, I very much want to keep a, you know, positive atmosphere, encouraging atmosphere. Um, so I, I try to do that. I'm, um, I, I'm 
have some good team members and I've put people in place to help me run it as well because I've gotten busy. I'm also a moderator for motion, motivational strips and uh, oxygen pens. So it's a little difficult and I'm, I'm spread really thin. And yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, I have uh, Kathy helping me. Kathy, thank you very much for helping me. But she's a moderator and she has been wonderful and very Johnny on the spot. So um, I, yes. I really appreciate her helping. Yeah, and it's grown very rapidly. It's only been open for maybe three or four months and we're, we're almost at 700, getting closer to 700 now members. Wow, so, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. People need a place, need a platform on which to share their work and get feedback from other people. And just yeah. sometimes we just need a good pat on the back and say, you know, good job. You know, it's been kind of controversial uh, about, you know, certificates, which I do give uh, weekly for a poet of the week, and I could select several and things like that as pe people, you know, sometimes put it down as why are you giving certificates or, but I think that you need it as a writer because we write and we really don't get paid for what we do. And no. to get appreciation for it and to be um, acknowledged for it, I think is very important and very encouraging for the writer. Then they mm -hmm. know that, you know, people like it, they're doing well, and then I, I think it helps their growth, mm -hmm. you know. So um, I don't have any qualms with people getting accolades over the work mm -hmm. they do, and I, and I certainly love to encourage and applaud others for their work as well. Well, I know you have some beautiful poetry to share with us today. Would you like to go ahead? I particularly, my favorite of all of them is the very first one, the Autumn Stroll, because autumn is my season, my high energy oh, time yeah. of the year. So yeah, autumn is a great time. The Autumn Stroll, um, strolling down a country lane by myself one fall, I looked all around me at the wonder of it all. The leaves on the trees were changing to vibrant hues, announcing the changing of seasons with its news. Brilliant with colors of yellow, orange, and red, adding to the ambiance its beauty it fed. Birds were resting on the branches of the trees, now long gone, the buzzing and sting of bees. What a picturesque view God has created. No man can dispute the beauty, it can't be debated. I inhale the scent of the rustic aroma of fall, the tips of the trees reaching to the sky so tall. A chill in the air, gone are the dog days of summer. Soon creatures will hibernate and take their slumber. A pile of leaves will be created for children to jump in. I can almost hear their laughter. I can see them grin. A bonfire to roast marshmallows so soft and sweet. Lovers will walk in the park with a kiss they will greet. These visions my mind has conjured in full as I enjoy the natural views of my autumn stroll. That's just beautiful. You can visualize being out walking around and taking all that in. Very nice. Yeah, I love doing imagery. I do a lot of it, yeah. I enjoy that very much. I like to take people on the walk with me. <laughs> Absolutely, and you did a great job of, of doing that as well. I could kind of like, you know, smell the marshmallows roasting. It makes me want some s'mores now. <laughs> That's one of the things my beloved has never had is s'mores, and I've got to remedy that. 
So the next one you had sent me was My Reflection in the Mirror. My Reflection in the Mirror by Annette Winger Tarpley. My mother held me as I looked in the mirror. In the reflection I could see a little girl with bright blue eyes, dark curly hair, about the age of three. Brushing my teeth, I looked into the mirror. A young girl now in grade school. Brushing my teeth vigorously, I was young and it was my bedtime rule. I looked at my reflection in the mirror, past my shoulders, long, shining, dark hair. Closer to the mirror, I peered, seeing pimples, just didn't quite seem fair. I looked at my reflection in the mirror. It was a wedding gown that I wore. Nervous and shaking, I was unsure of the life that would be in store. Staring at my reflection in the mirror, now showing a pregnant, swollen belly, I looked a little closer in the mirror on my shirt, remnants of peanut butter and jelly. Looking at my reflection in the mirror, holding a small child on my hip, kissing the babe on the cheek from a glass of water, I took a sip. Closely, I stare in the mirror, surprised to see age had begun to set. Hair slightly grained with faint wrinkles I had yet begun to forget. I now look at my reflection in the mirror. My hair is a silvery gray. Wrinkle lines indented on my face. No cream will help. They are now here to stay. Rising from her wheelchair, she stands, gazing at the reflection unknown, curious who the woman in the mirror is. My, how fast the years have flown. I wrote another poem about, you know, when you get elderly and maybe dementia sets in about how you don't quite recognize who that person is anymore in the mirror. So sometimes we don't anyway, and we still have our full faculties about us. <laughs> yeah. You think that doesn't look like the same person that it did 20 years ago. I know, right? What's up with that? We gracefully surrender our age, you know, the I things know. that age. There's a great poem called Desiderata by Max Ehrman. Do you know that one? Yes. Uh-huh. And it talks about aging in there and gracefully kind of surrendering the things of youth. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite poems. Right. Um, I, I have quoted it many times. Um, I used to, When I used to do psychiatry, there was a piece in there I used to quote a lot. That's, but do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. And beyond a whole, be gentle with yourself. You're a child of the universe. No less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. It's just, you know, a profound mm-hmm. message. Absolutely. Wish I would have wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't mean that your work is any less profound. Oh, well, thank you. But he just, the whole thing is full of wisdom. I love it. It's kind of been my mantra through the years. So, now the poem that you sent was called The Jealousy of Love. Well, now that is one that someone recently, all these are recent poems, actually. So, someone had, I said, What do you want? So, I'll say, Give me a title or whatever. What should I write about? So, someone said, Write about jealousy and love. And, and here's the poem. The jealousy of love. The jealousy of love wields its ugly head, leading to accusations, then hurtful words are said. 
clouded judgment, emotionally driven feelings are at the core. It can lead to an ugly argument with much more in store. Is there something underneath where the jealousy lies? Is there a burning ember of flame that just won't die? Are insecurities at the apex of an emotion that is spent? Are misperceptions underneath a message that is sent? Is there something that is misread in a simple smile when it is not meant to be perceived as coy or to be guile? Are you being judged by the way you may flutter your eyes when it is really in frustration, not, mean, not a meaning in disguise? Is your speech being monitored for the right word selection? Are your lips too red and ruby? Are they seen as a confection? Is there something that is perceived in the lilt of your tone? Do they think that you're with someone when you are actually alone? Imagination can be an adversary, an enemy in our mind as it unveils mistruths, searching for answers to find. Where are they? Where have they been? Where are they going? Heat emotions now exposed are now raw and showing. When fueled by love, a strong catalyst sets the fire. Trust should be forefront with matters of the heart and desire. Yeah, yeah, speaks a lot to what it's like to be um, in a relationship too, where people are afraid to almost be who they are for fear of bringing on that jealous yeah. side of the yeah. other person. Yeah, jealousy is a, a horrible thing. You know, if someone feels secure enough in a relationship, jealousy shouldn't be a part of it. Yeah. Or my thing is, I always felt like, why should I be jealous? Um, if that person would give me a, a valid reason to be jealous, maybe I shouldn't be, be in a relationship, you know? So. Yeah, good point. <laughs> And the other poem that you have here is The Mosaics of My Mind. The Mosaics of My Mind, yeah. Um, I love mosaic stuff, so I decided to make that a poem. The Mosaics of My Mind. In the mosaics of my mind are times both good and sad, times when I have rejoiced, thankful for what I had. As bits and pieces of my life have made me who I am, they lay out creating a work of art, my story's diagram. In the mosaics of my mind, there were moments of gloom. Steadfast in my faith, my situations did not consume. For I always kept in mind that this too will eventually pass. I was strong in constitution, not fragile like broken glass. In the mosaics of my mind, I knew who I would become, a woman who could withstand storms, my eye on the rising sun. I am capable of compassion. I can feel another's pain. I can find joy in another's happiness and what in life they gain. In the mosaics of my mind, I abhor prejudice and hate. I believe one has control of their destiny and fate. Never one to like toxicity, I prefer a harmonious life. One that I can happily enjoy, not laden with the burden of strife. In the mosaics of my mind, I'm content in who I have become. I want to positively impact another's life before each day is done. 
I want to live life to its fullest, something new each day to find. I want others to fondly remember me when it becomes the end of my time. Mosaics my mind. Very, very nice. Very nice. So none of these are in my book, Passionate Poetry. I was going to ask that question. Yeah. These are all brand spanking new. So I probably have enough since I've written that. I stopped writing for that in June. I started in like February and stopped at the end of June. And then I've written, of course, enough now for another book. So, <laughs> <laughs> so do, you, yeah. do you have a certain theme with your book? By the, the With the potpourri in the title, I'm thinking probably it's a mixture of different things. But Yeah, it's very eclectic. So it has all kinds of things. So it has, you know, wisdom about things such, you know, like anger or things like that. And it has, you know, totally um, different stuff, like fantasy type things with lots of imagery. And it has a few, not many, but a few personal poems, like a poem to my son or to my father, I, I you know that type of thing, but not too many personal things. And well, one to my grandmother, who's 101 years old. When she turned 100, I wrote her a poem. But most of that is um, things that are relatable or it is just, you know, fantasy. There's one called The Whisper of the Wind. It's really short, that's popular. A lot of my poetry, um, I'm starting to make, uh, do audibles of them and then, uh, company called the sparrow is publishing them they put a, a audio visual thing together and they, they publish it onto youtube so i have my own playlist on youtube if you go under my name and that tarpley then it will pop up and um they'll show them separately but there's there's one usually with a number right now it's at number nine but that has my my playlist i think one of the, the newest ones i did was my words that was my newest poem but there's different ones there's there's one called very fun one i love it called the watermill there's another poem that i, I it's a short little poem it's called it's in the book that you have it's called the the butterfly dance okay. i don't know if you read that yet but it's no, a little i don't think so yeah but that every time i read it or every time i recite it i get chills at the very end has this little thing where she asks her mother to dance or whatever it's a very interesting little poem but yeah i have looked at some of those or listened to the ones on youtube and it is very well done very with the, the artwork and, and the poetry it's very well coordinated together yeah they've done a good job there's a another one on there that i did that does not rhyme at all it tells a story now i'm trying to something about the words is not my words but it's not the writer something about the writer and um so i that one uh does not it is an interesting one too so yeah but are any of the poems that you read today on youtube no those are like all brand spanking new another actually anthology that i i am in it's on amazon it's either a published work, and that is just strictly electronic. It's uplifting poems of positivity, is what mm -hmm. the name of it is, and it's with myself and two other authors. Okay. And so I, I I have like eleven poems in that, 
Well, Annette, is there anything else that, you know, that something I haven't asked you that you'd like to speak to? I'm just, I'm just working on a lot of other different projects. I actually have a meeting in an hour with someone over in the UK who um, also is a poet. And we're going to discuss possibly doing a conjoined uh, venture, a book. Um, he's, oh. he's, he's got a great book that has all kinds of uh, romantic uh, type poetry in it, but he also has come out recently, just published a book of children's poetry. Mm -hmm. And um, we have, our styles are fairly similar and so forth. And so we're going to have a, a webcam and, and discuss a possible project. Then my good friend, uh, who you know, Jill Sharon Kimmelman, um, she and I uh, talk almost daily. She's become a good friend, but we uh, are also planning to do a project, a book together. She's come up with the idea. It's going to be more of kind of this kind of conversation between two poets and, and conversing yes. with each other. And which I like, I like that because then I think uh, creativity can, can really flow back. I, I love it. Our, our styles are so different. Mm -hmm. um, and I love her poetry. We both love each other's poetry, but um, I, I think it would be a very unique project. I already have things in my head regarding that. Good. So I have that. And then there's another project um, that I'm involved in that's a calendar project, okay. which is I'm going to be in charge of the month of October. So a poem for every day. And then so she wants to put it out in into three different formats, I think. Um, she wants to physically publish it, then she wants it to be electronic, and then she wants some kind of an app. So mm -hmm. I don't know where that's going yet. So okay. um, yeah, so those are projects I'm involved in as well as some other anthology. Oh, I got my first poem. Um, Jill actually helped me with that. She hooked me up to Spill Words. And I got my first poem published with them. I submitted my first poem and they published it. And that's uh, my words. Good. And uh, yeah, I should be submitting more to them. But I have that. I also was informed last night I was going to be poet of the week for one of the websites. And then another online magazine is going to be publishing me. And she informed me I would be the editor's choice. And theirs is a quarterly magazine so that's going to be coming out i think october november or something like that or november. okay so that will be coming out shortly i also got the award uh, you know the big indian award through motivational strips they honored like 350 did you hear about that um it's been a couple no. months or so ago they honored no. 350 poets from 80 different countries it was in honor of india's 74th independence day Okay. It's one amongst, I think he said about maybe 30-ish in the United States. Most of the people got recognition and so forth, like in newspapers and, you know, on television news shows. And I can't get my, my town of Roanoke to be <laughs> interested. I, I, I've sent it to the editors and I haven't heard a word. So, so I really appreciate you inviting me to your podcast. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Wish you nothing but the best in all of your efforts. Thank you again.
Thank you so much, Lisa. Lisa, it's been a pleasure and I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, this is Lisa. If you're interested in being on the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast as a guest, please contact me at prolificpulse at gmail.com. That's prolificpulse at gmail.com. And I'll be glad to assist. This is for poets, preferably who have a book to promote or are working on a special project that they would like to share. Hope to hear from you. Have a great day. And thank you for listening.